Our problem is this. How can regular people like us, who didn't grow up with the most uplifting mentors and really only learned how to hold ourselves back, how do we create true financial freedom, true emotional or even relationship or even overall health freedoms by just understanding our strengths and doing everything our way, getting results in a way that is truly authentic to who we are? That's the problem I'm committed to solving with this podcast. My name is Eddie Villa, and it's time to unleash your strengths. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Strengths with Eddie Villa. So good to be here. I am grateful, my friends, grateful, absolutely grateful that I get to spend a few moments here just telling you about something that really means a lot to me and so many people that I've worked with and coached over the last several years. And I am like absolutely over the over the moon uh, with how things have been going lately. Holy cow. Uh, there's been a massive influx of people joining my program, joining my group, and being a part of uh, all those things. It's, uh, we are now officially at 625 members of the group. Uh, that's awesome. And for those of you that are part of the group, thank you. Thank you for being there. And I can't wait to hang out with you again today. I'll be doing another recording for you all and supporting you and applying your strengths to grow your business. Right now, we are going through a 90-day program. The, I call it the authentic makeover, the authentic business makeover, actually. <laughs> so this one in particular is for those of you who are entrepreneurs out there looking to grow your business and, and wanting to do it in a way that is fully authentic to who you are. Uh, there is so much content and support in my group to help you be you with everything you do. And ultimately, that's my goal. And so um, I have uh, started to embrace this time a little bit more because you kind of have to. <laughs> still, we are still, uh, uh, everyone is still at home. We just got a notification recently that the kids' school is now um, canceled for the rest of the year. So it's just me, my wife, and our six children at home. All the time. <laughs> can, can you feel me on this one, people? <laughs> it's, it's, it's fascinating this time. You know, for a strategic thinker like me, uh, I, I'm grateful that I at least have a desire to learn no matter what happens. Um, however, the influencer in me with five influencing strengths, I tend to catch myself running away and hiding in my garage where my office is and just talking to people like you praying I can work and help anybody move forward because my children are just, they're just kids, you know, they're not interested in like overcoming fears and, and, and self-doubts and, and stories and, uh, and trying to get along. That's just not really their thing. Uh, their thing is the opposite. And so as an influencer, and for those of you that are in, dominantly influencing strengths, parents out there, you know what I mean? Like they're just not interested in moving forward. They, they want to have issues that keep them from moving forward. <laughs> These are children, of course. Uh, but you know, it's, it, it's, it's fun. It is fun. All right. So let's kind of get to this uh, content for today. Uh, you know, have the courage to shift. This is a, an important one because what, what I've learned recently is how stubbornness can keep us all right where we are. And it's not 
it shouldn't be surprising to you to realize that you, just like everybody, has a certain level of stubbornness. Now, I would like to get into the belief and responsibility strength just for a few minutes and talk about that. But before I get into that, I want to kind of help you understand this point of this. If there is a certain level of stubbornness that you have become accustomed to, don't be surprised if you, re if you find yourself, I don't want to say stuck, but definitely find yourself not growing fast. Okay. Now, again, growing fast is not a requirement. Okay. You don't have to grow fast. All, I'm just making a point here that if you've got an intense level of stubbornness, then you're probably, you shouldn't be surprised that there is a certain level of growth that is not taking place very efficiently. And again, this is not like, it's not like life is required for you to grow, although I tend to look at it that way. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, this, the reason why this is, and I had to like really dig deep into a lot of old trainings that I took and to help me understand myself. You know, I, I, for those of you who are listening to my show for the first time, you have to understand that I come from a very dark place. Uh, I've, I, I have had to overcome some pretty nasty stuff, but it, it's not about my stuff is nastier than other people. My point is that I came from a place where I hated who I was for so long that when it came time for me to wake up and snap out of it and become something bigger and become something more towards who I truly believed I could be inside... Uh, I had to learn a few things about what was keeping me where I was. And uh, so the first thing I learned was from a guy named Dr. Bruce Lipton. I watched this documentary, and I'm forgetting the, the name of it off the top of my head. I'd love to promote it because it was great, but it had something to do with abundance that Dr. Bruce Lipton was a part of. It was a really great um, thing. A guy put together a documentary with a bunch of experts on abundance, and it was just, it was awesome. I loved it. <clears throat> so if you know what it is, you know, feel free to message me or just share it with other people. But Dr. Bruce Lipton talked about, he wrote a great, a couple great books. One of my favorites he wrote is The Biology of Belief. Anyway, he, he talked about in this, um, in this seminar, or his video, about how we are programmed at such a young age to be uh, disempowered. Uh, essentially, the idea is that our brains don't, you know, our, our brains are just like video recorders, video camera recorders between the ages of zero and seven. And then at eight and nine years old, about eight and nine, eight and nine years old, we start to develop stories. We start, our brain develops in a way where we start creating beliefs based on this information. And about 90 to 95% of the information we get between zero and seven is limiting beliefs and self and uh, disempowering information. And so when we think about, when I thought about that, I was looking at my own life growing up. I was like, holy cow. Like, yes, my life between zero and seven was crazy, scary. And, you know, I had a, I had a father um, who just had issues. And so when I'm thinking or the, when I think of the images I saw between ages of zero and seven, they're still stuck in my brain. I remember them. And I realized, holy cow, I created a lot of stories about, you know, about violence and about men and about how women should be treated and all kinds of things. It was just really um, eye-opening for me. And I realized that these created beliefs inside my heart, like in my soul, 
Now, and then, and then I go, also, okay, so, and then I learned from him afterwards that these subconscious beliefs that are buried deep inside our hearts and our minds, they are dictating 90 to 95% of our day. So when you think about it, it's like you're on automatic, right? We're all on automatic, whether we like it or not. We've all been programmed in some way, shape, or form. And this automatic response is what leads to us doing things that create results for us. So if your life is on automatic, well, everyone's life's on automatic, but if your life's on automatic in a way that is not conducive to who you are or to who you want to be, right? Or who you claim that you want to be, then it's your beliefs that is the problem. Does that make sense? So think about this. If you're in a situation right now where you don't love where you are, for example, and you just desperately want to get out of it and you're struggling with the way other people are teaching you how to do things, maybe it's not them is the problem. Maybe the way that they're teaching you is the problem. Maybe that's not the way. Sorry, maybe the way that they're teaching you is not the problem. Maybe it's your beliefs that is the problem. Maybe, okay? Let's just ask the questions. I'm not saying that your belief is the issue. All I'm asking you is to question it. Question it. Could it be that you have some core beliefs that are so burned into your heart and mind that they're going to prevent you from doing what needs to be done in order for you to get what you want? Right? Think about that. When it comes to the belief and the responsibility strength, these two are extremely stubborn strengths. Okay? You know, people with high belief and and uh, responsibility can be pain in the butts and it's okay. You know, it's okay. Cause I see the value. I understand the value of a belief and responsibility strength. I've worked with thousands and thousands of people one-on-one or in groups. And I've talked to all the people that have the belief and responsibility strength and they're all pain in the butts, but it's important. We need that. Some of the best leaders in our, in our country's history had, I guarantee had belief high is because they stood so stubborn, because they were so stubborn, other people gave in and followed like they should have. And things went well. So I see the value of the belief and responsibility strength. But for them to bend, to shift, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's literally like performing. It's literally like pulling teeth, but with your bare hands, not with like a tool or something. <laughs> I'm not saying pulling teeth with like with a with a pair of pliers. I mean like it's like trying to pull teeth with your bare hands. It's almost impossible. So let's get back to the the point here that if your beliefs really are at the core of your actions and it's your actions that have that is that are keeping you where you are whether you are overweight or you don't have you know you don't have a lot of money in the bank or your marriage is failing or your relationships with your with your um, you know family kids whatever is struggling or maybe your belief in yourself maybe even your morality your relationship with god You know, maybe those things are struggling right now. Consider the fact that maybe it is your core beliefs that are the issue. 
Now, if that's true, if that's true, it's going to take a lot of energy and a lot of commitment and a lot of courage to shift. And that's what I'm going to ask you all to do is to start questioning your core beliefs and ask yourself, what is my actual core belief? What is my, my true values when it comes to how people should be treated, right? How businesses should be run, how uh, uh, marriages should be. What is my core value? Because most people, I guarantee you, like, like 99% of the people I talk to haven't done this, haven't actually sat down and wrote out what your core values are. And because you haven't quote, written down what your core values are, it's kind of like foggy, you know? It's like fuzzy. It's like this big, thick cloud. And we don't really know what's in there. All we know is that if you get near it, you know, if you get near it, it's bad. That's pretty, pretty much all we know. So if you've got a core value that's like fuzzy and not quite articulated or defined, then anytime you're asked to do something that just getting close to violating it, you won't do it. Do you see how that limits you? Like really, I want you to picture like this big foggy cloud and somewhere inside of it at its core is a bad thing, right? So don't do anything that even comes close to violating that. And so because it's big, giant, thick and cloudy, you know, that really, that really limits you. Think about it. It really limits, limits your options on what you can do. This is why when people are struggling financially, they just can't figure out how to bring themselves to do something to make money. Because somehow, some way in their minds, in their core values, making money is a bad thing. And maybe that's because of trauma. Maybe that's because of judgment. I don't know. This is one of the reasons why people uh, struggle in marriages because they think that marriages are about making each other into each other. You know, where one spouse is trying to make the other spouse into them. And then maybe the other spouse is trying to do the opposite, do the same thing, but in the opposite direction, right? Can you imagine two people trying to live, two people living with each other, trying to make each other into each other? Can you imagine... Maybe you can, because maybe that is the way you're going. It's going for you, right? But ultimately, what we're talking about here is having the courage to shift is massive. And it's also effective. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about me. Um, And this uh, this was a hard one for me. See, I used to, um, <laughs> when I first was trying to improve myself, okay, I really resisted the idea of paying for coaches. I really didn't think it was necessary. I thought it was silly. Like, why would I pay someone to tell me to do something that I already know I need to do? Like, that's silly. That doesn't make any sense. And so for the longest time, I didn't do it. I would never do it. I, I said, I just kind of said to myself, I'm just, I'm just going to learn how to do it. And then I'll just do it. <laughs> I, I find that, sorry, I find that very fascinating because I remember also 
not really believing and being held accountable. I kind of felt like nobody could hold me accountable like I could. Right? There's another core value. I had a core value of I don't need to pay someone to tell me to do something that I already know that um, I already know that I need to do. And another core value was I don't want to pay someone to hold me accountable when I can hold myself accountable. So those are the two core values that I had. And look where I was. I spent three years hating who I was. I did a poor job of holding myself accountable. Because all I did was focus on how bad I was. And then, I, and then when I, I was like, okay, I got to change this. So I started, like I thought, maybe if I just stare in the mirror and start telling myself that I am good or I am great or I can do this or I can do that. Maybe if I just sit in front of the mirror <clears throat> and compliment myself, wake up every morning and just, just do it. Just compliment myself. Look for the good in me. It didn't work. It really didn't. I mean, it might work for a few minutes. You know, I might have got a few minutes of, man, I, I feel pretty good. I'm going to go do something now. But as soon as things got hard, as soon as, the, as soon as whatever it is I wanted to try to do to get out of this pain and misery that I was in, as soon as it got hard, I just defaulted right back to the old core values. I just defaulted back to my old programming. And I would say things like, you know what, I'll try again tomorrow. And I'll try again tomorrow became my mantra. I'll try again tomorrow. That became my routine. So how good of a coach was I for myself? I refused to hire anybody else. And I, ref I just refused. I chose to believe that I was a great coach. That I could coach myself. I was once a great manager, I was once a great sales coach, and I was once a great person and leader and all this other stuff, and I turns out I was I sucked. And so one day, thankfully, right, somebody now here's the deal, this is interesting. So so one day, this uh, my you know my my mentors, they hired a coach for me and a group of other people that they worked with. And my first re reaction was, oh no. Like, there it is, right there. No, 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 I don't need this. I don't need some mentor telling me what to do and all this other crap. But it was a moment. I remember a moment. I looked in my head. I just thought. I thought to myself. Maybe this automatic response of I don't need, I don't need, I don't need is the problem. How about you just listen for once, Eddie? How about you just listen to somebody for once? Maybe somebody else has an answer that you don't have. And that thought, that, that, that doubt, that questioning made me listen for the first time in years. And the things that that man taught me <laughs> literally changed my life. To this day, that was January of 2015. To this day, I am still teaching some of the things that he taught me that day. So what's the lesson here, my friends? That moment where I chose to shift 
was the hardest, most excruciating thing I could have ever done. It was really difficult. It took me years to just shift, to question my beliefs. It took me years to do it. And when I finally had the courage to do it, it made all the difference in the world. And I went from hating who I was to right now, I am so celebrating who I am. Celebrating who I am so much that I chose to be who I am with everything I do for the entire year of 2020 to see what's going to happen. And I'm learning a lot. I'm learning that I have kept myself from a whole lot of things for my whole life from not owning who I am and loving who I am. I've kept myself from, number one, a lot of money. Number two, a lot of an amazing relationships with people that I could have never connected with had I not owned who I am, especially my wife and especially my children. These are my favorite people on the planet, and I'm connecting with them in a way that I could have never done had I not shifted and owned who I am. My health, my belief in myself, it's just part of the game. So um, my friends, I just want you to think about that. I hope you all have a wonderful day. I hope you all take a moment have and question your beliefs, question your core values on certain things, and just ask yourself, is it getting me what I really want? And start getting more clear, be specific. What are your core values when it comes to how people should be talked to, or how businesses should be run, or how, um, how people should be motivated? or whatever. Get clear about those things and start asking yourself, okay, how can I start doing things differently in a way that still honors those core beliefs? And guess what'll happen? You'll start creating some more results and some more things on an automatic level, right? Doing things on an automatic level that are more conducive to who you want to be. I love you. I hope you have an awesome day. I hope you took a lot from this. And I would also love it if you would share it with somebody you know who could use this message today. I really do. It means a lot to me if you would do that. Or even take two minutes out of your day and submit a five-star rating and review of this show. There is a, um, a really cool little simple way to do that. If you go into the show notes of this episode, you'll see a link that says rate my show. I, I wish I could rememorize it. I'll probably just ask you to go check it out. I think it's called ratemyshow.com or something like that. I don't know. But if you go to that link in the show notes, you can send me a five-star rating and review. I, it would mean the world to me if you could do that. Have a wonderful day. And if you have any problems or if you want to share any thoughts or concerns or even give me some tips on what you'd like to hear me talk about, send me an email, eddie at eddiepvia.com. All right? Have a wonderful day. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye, my friends. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. For more strengths coaching and tips, go to eddiepvia.com or join me live every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time at facebook.com forward slash grow with it. This episode is brought to you by LaunchPod Media.